it's three in the morning, dead hours of the night, or if you are a hardworking individual, my individual Mikey Tabletop, you are on the road, you are working, and not normally a time where you and I get to spend a lot of, you know, conversing time and talking and well who cares it's three in the morning you're working i should have been in bed a couple hours ago but the nintendo news just got spicier because nintendo put out their response to smash world tour shutting down and the smash world tour official statement came out a few days ago now it is nintendo responding at 12 30 in the morning on december 2nd and it's a couple of hours later here on december 2nd i'm all kinds of annoyed at that because Hot and I just recorded an episode and then they dropped it and they could have done that a couple hours earlier and Hot and I could have been able to react to it all fresh and whatnot. But I think that it was meant to be to have you here with me, Mikey Tabletop of big, <laughs> big drink energy fame, <laughs> big drink energy podcast, drink BDE energy. network. All kinds of fun podcasts that, yes, might not be updated as often as my podcast, but that doesn't matter because there's no one better in my mind at fostering a podcast community than Mikey. So thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. That means so much. Thank you for that. Thank you for having me. Um, so, so you, you posted one of the discords uh, about an hour ago. Like, anybody up for an emergency podcast? right now and i was getting like my water i was getting my energy drinks ready and i was ready to hit the road and go to work i was like well i'm going to be recording on the cab of my truck if you're comfortable with that i'm going to do an episode you're like yeah let's do it so so here we are yes there has been some doubt cast by people in this call not me so it's kind of there's not a lot of names left after that, Amogus. You, you, there's there's some, some concern about the audio, but I am not concerned about the audio. And the reason why I'm not concerned is because we're going to be the first ones on the scene, kind of. I mean, Hugs was really the first person on the scene. So we're going to be the second people on the scene. And that's what's important to me. The other thing that is important to me is that despite the fact that your audio is a little bit less crisp than what most people would be used to for a podcast, you're working, you are in your truck, you have your, oh, we'll have to talk about what you're drinking for today because that's important the people will want to know the people who come from your side of the pond will want to know well yeah. not that you live in britain you get it your side of the podcast world they'll want to know what you're drinking so let's start with that and then you can feel free to tell me why less than impressive audio is maybe not the long-term solution yeah okay so uh last time i was on uh your show i recorded very late in the night which is late at night for me at like 7 p.m. Uh, so I was only drinking water. Uh, but this morning, because I'm off the road, I'm drinking the Red Bull Blueberry flavor, the Red Bull Blue Edition. So that and the and the Red Bull Yellow are like my go-to uh, when, when I first like jump on the highway. So like I normally have a stash of that in my truck, and so it'll be one of those two. So uh, is it is it the blueberry or is it the yellow that you're having right now? Right now, it's the blueberry. Blueberry. I think if I were to try a Red Bull, because I have not yet allowed one to penetrate my body, I think it would be the blueberry I would give a whirl. Nice. Yeah, the, the, the blueberry's been a favorite of mine for like the last three or four years. That's like a, a Red Bull will cycle through some of their flavors, but it seems like the blueberry's a constant one. So just like it, it's very consistent. You can get it in most it's convenient. I'll put it that way. So I'm happy to hear that you are actually able to have something fun to drink because water is not nearly as much fun as an energy drink if I had to guess for you. So this is great. We've gotten the formalities out of the way. You conveniently... Uh, well, you didn't ignore my question about the auto. Did you want to address it or are you good? Uh, so so last time I was on the show, I had my microphone set up. I was in the basement, and I was just like, my basement's not a soundproof, but it's quiet. Um, but I'm using my earbuds right now, and I am currently on 295, driving north, uh, and I'll be on the highway for like another 30 minutes. So you might hear some bumps, you might hear some shakes, and like 
That was a concern of mine, but this is this is important news. We got to get this out there to the people. When everybody wakes up East Coast time, they're like, "Oh man, what happened? What? There's a bottom of the Smash Mountain podcast on it covering it already." Boom! I'm gonna listen to that on my drive to work, and I'm caught up. It's it's important we expose this to the people, let them know what's up. And to give our scathing hot takes, or at the very least, <clears throat> scathing remarks about. Nintendo's response to the Smash World Tour situation. So for those of you who don't know, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but for those of you who don't know, Smash World Tour, big circuit, not licensed by Nintendo. Panda Cup is licensed by Nintendo. So competing circuits. That's a whole fun, interesting thing that we got to look at as the year progressed in 2022. But the Panda Cup finale is coming up. Smash World Tour Finals coming up. In fact, Smash World Tour was supposed to be not this weekend, but the following weekend. And so... Next weekend. That's right. It was going to be today. Saturday was going to be six days from today. And so, within two weeks, and after seven months of trying to get a license specifically for the finals event, because... They were in talks with Nintendo prior to that, but they decided, you know what? We better get our final, the the championship tournament, the finals. We better get that broadcast and event all licensed up with Nintendo so that we don't get that shut down because that is a crucial tournament to have as part of the Smash World Tour is to have finals. So let's just go ahead and casually put that in April should have it done well by December, but Nintendo yeah. strings them along. And then the night before Thanksgiving, on Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, they are informed less than three weeks, less than two weeks to the event itself. We are not going to give you a license, and we do not think that you should run this event. And so Special Tour says, we are going to shut this down. And they put out the statement. They put out, not receipts, because NDA and all that kind of stuff, but they paint a pretty clear picture without being explicit, saying, hey, we did everything we possibly could, but Nintendo shut us down, or forced us to shut down by what they implied and what they didn't say, everything but directly saying you can't run this event, we'll CND you or shut you down. And of course, the reason why that is, for those of you who are wondering, well, why wouldn't Nintendo just say it one way or the other? Or why wouldn't they say no on the application at first? It's because Nintendo indicated, oh yeah, we'll get this through. But then seven months later, after not hearing a whole lot of communication and hearing very discouraging things about the communication, they then change their minds completely when the 11th hour is here prior to the finals event saying, mm, you better not run the finals event just saying. And we haven't even gotten to this part. The other interesting thing for those of you who, again, have not heard this entire situation is that Dr. Alan Bunny, the CEO of Panda Global, who there are they are the people responsible for running the Panda Cup, not Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't run the Panda Cup. Panda Global runs the Panda Cup, but they have a license through Nintendo to be able to broadcast those tournaments associated with Panda Cup, broadcast the Panda Cup finale, have Nintendo's blessing, blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Allen is going around, and this has been corroborated by people from Beyond the Summit, a big broadcasting group within Smash, and of course other esports, but for our purposes, run Smash Summits for us, both in Melee and Ultimate. Corroborated by those TOs, yeah, Dr. Allen came up to us and they, sorry, he said, look, we're going to be the only ones in town who can run tournaments anymore, the Panda Cup. So if you don't join us in the Panda Cup, you will be shut down. You won't be able to stick around. I'll even, hey, it'd be a shame if somebody tattled and snitched on you. Yeah. Shame if you got shut down because you didn't join Panda Cup. Tried to strong arm all the other TOs in the melee and Smash scene to essentially say, if you're not with us, then you are against us. 
which is an insane thing to do in this community. We, we build each other up, and this is the complete opposite of that. And so from all angles, Nintendo comes out looking bad, and it comes out looking bad. And so that's why we are here. We are here to talk about Nintendo's response. They gave out a little teeny response where they said, oh, yeah, no, we didn't tell them they had to shut down the Smash World Tour finals. We didn't say that. And then SWT, Smash World Tour people responded back saying, uh, yes, you did. Here's, here's yeah. some of the written things that you gave us, written. And there was also a phone conversation, but here's the written stuff that you gave us saying you, you are not going to be licensed. You probably should definitely not run this event. And now we have the new statement. So, Mikey, I will let you hop in here. What are some of the things you remember reading in Nintendo's response at 1230 this morning? I, I think the way Nintendo worded their statement gives them a lot of plausible deniability for it's like, we didn't tell you to shut it down. We didn't tell you to cancel the event. We just alluded to the fact that if you didn't, someone, maybe us, was most likely going to shut it down eventually. And it's one of those things where as a TO, okay, so when I was a TO, the most money I ever put into things was like buying pizza with the local. I was not running large events. I didn't have to rent a venue space. Uh, the comic shop we ran my weeklies at, they just, they, they, they took the venue fee, the five bucks that the player gave. It was no big deal. But when you're planning something of this magnitude for literally over a year, there's like venue costs, there's like production costs. Like it, it's just costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars and they can't risk that on the possibility of Nintendo alluding to the fact that they will get shut down if they continue. That's, that's way too many hits when there's hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line. So probably after discussing it for a few days and ruining everybody's Thanksgiving, ruining the holiday that they're supposed to spend time with like their friends and family, just worrying about the future and like their livelihoods, they came to the decision like, this is, this is not feasible. It's like not safe for us to run it. And I, I saw on Twitter, and I, I, I think it was Ian Calvin who said this, where the big house got the same message, where at the big house, Nintendo told them, we're not shutting you down, but we don't think it's a good idea if you continue. And they said, screw it, we're going to keep doing it. And then, and then they, they got the cease and desist letter. So like, it, it wouldn't be the first time Nintendo goes, like, oh, not us, we're not shutting down tournaments. You should do it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then they don't. And they go, screw it. We're going to do it anyways. And so there are, there are a lot of different people who go, well, wouldn't it be because Nintendo has not liked all of these previous discourse pieces about modifications such as Project Plus or even casual modifications like Frozen Stadium or Slippy? and so on, but Smash World Tour and VGBC through, through the years, not just specifically for the Smash World Tour, I'm talking about through, through this entire, I think, past however many years it's been, have always been of the mind of, we want to be appealing to Nintendo and the way that we are appealing to Nintendo someday, whenever they decide they want to work with us, is that we are going to be really, really like ideal for for them and with them. We're gonna just already be the right size fit kind of a an idea where there's no concern about oh well, special tour VGBC. First, you have to stop using frozen stadium you have to have stadium be unfrozen which is an insane thing that we're even why are we even talking about that but all that to say they have been doing it the right way even nintendo themselves contacted vgbc and smash world tour at the end of 2021 and said as much to them they said we really like what you've been doing you should apply for a license and so that's what they did not only a license to broadcast the Smash World Tour Finals. Oh, ho, 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 Nathan Sandwich in the chat. What's up, Nathan? And, 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 and also, they applied for the license for the entirety of the 2022 Smash World Tour. And then in the middle of this year, they applied for a license for the 2023 Smash World Tour. So Nintendo said, 
we like what you're doing, VGBC. You're doing it the right way. Good for you. You should apply for a license. And they did three times. And guess what they got three times? Strong along, strong along until the moment of truth when either some executive or whoever comes down from the top and goes, shut it all down. And the reason why is because Nintendo says, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe there's, there's not a good reason that I can come up with, but as so far as we can tell, it's not associated directly with Panda because in this statement, one of the things that is telling, okay, so let's dive into this statement a little bit about their, their, their comments about Panda. We are open to partnering with other organizations and will continue to offer licenses for major tournaments outside of the Panda Cup. Panda Global will continue to be a key partner, and we look forward to receiving proposals from other groups for tournament licenses. In the meantime, Panda continues to advocate on behalf of the Super Smash Bros. community, even to the point that Panda has advocated for other organizations and tournaments to work with Nintendo, such as the Big House and the organizers of the Smash World Tour, to benefit the larger Super Smash Bros. community. If you know what's going on, and most of you do who are listening in, what 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 the heck? You can't possibly believe that Panda Global is going to be a continual key partner because if you've been paying attention to the past couple of days, then you just have to acknowledge that most of us do not like how Dr. Allen and, and Panda have been painted in the light of all the TOs who have spoken up about this, and they have said, Dr. Allen was going around telling people you should really shut down yourselves because Nintendo's going to do it to you if you don't join us at Panda Cup because no one else is getting this license. Only we be getting this license, bro, kind of, kind of energy. So Nintendo's official statement goes uh, completely against that. And again, when, there, when it comes to Smash World Tour Finals for 2022 or even the entire tour for 2023, they're, they're saying, well, I mean... It doesn't matter how much time you seem to want to give us, whether it's seven months or an entire year. We could just say no. We're going to say no. And that's what's mind-boggling, that they're still yeah. that Nintendo is still indicating, well, other people can apply, but really you should just go through Panda. That's what that statement says to me, that paragraph that I just read. Yeah, which is mind-boggling to me because one of the – biggest issues that came from the original like BGBC and, and Smash World Tour statement were these allegations against Panda, specifically against their CEO, Alan, about him going behind Tio's backs and like trying to strong arm them and like trying to allude that he has the big bad boogeyman in his back pocket. And if you don't say yes to me, I'm going to sick Nintendo on you. And Nintendo doesn't address that at all. They don't say at, at one point, I believe it's the second paragraph where they say they talk about something about like tournament organizer behavior or like the like the behavior of tournaments. And I thought, oh, they're going to talk about Panda and, and, and what happened there. But no, the next paragraph is we're going to continue working with Panda. We're fine with it. And that that's one of the biggest issues right now. People are upset with Panda with what they did, how they treated like well-established and well-respected members of the community. And Nintendo just doesn't talk about that at all. They didn't say, this isn't true, or we're going to look into it. And it's just like, people are mad at Panda. Uh, I, I know some people already dropped out of the Panda Cup finale that's happening in two weeks. Uh, rumor has it some players can't because they're contractually obligated to go. Um, but who knows if, if, if they go, if they're going to like not sandbag. I don't know what the contract is. I highly doubt the contract says, oh, you need to play your, your main. You need to like do blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Panda. The, the long and short of it is people are not happy with Panda. People don't want to keep working with Panda. So for Nintendo to just come out and be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to keep Panda along. It's like, that's that's not what the community wanted to hear for, from the end of this, you know? And if Nintendo truly cares, you know, what they say, this is this is the most weirdest backwards thing to me in all of this is that they felt the need to include this. I don't know who this is convincing otherwise, but their last paragraph. 
Nintendo cares about Super Smash Bros. fans and its communities very much, and we hope to continue to hear their passionate feedback. We are committed to working hard to bring joy and fun to the community through tournaments while also ensuring we and our partners are operating in a manner that is positive and responsible. It is. You are painting a picture as if through all these years you've been working hard to build up the community and to make it as safe and welcoming and open as possible and that's not true and in multiple instances when gotten involved we sacrifice something to try to make you more willing to work with us or at the very least let us continue to build ourselves because and this is something that Aiden said, so I'm going off of what Aiden Calvin said on stream. There's been a lot of great streams leading up to this, but Aiden said that the Papa John's deal, which was then turned around from BTS to benefit a bunch of different tournament organizers this year in 2022. Note, it wasn't just BTS that benefited from getting the Papa John sponsorship deal. They shared that with other tournament series and other tournament organizers. All these Panda Global sponsorship deals, like Wonderful Pistachios and Milk or whatever, are are Mm -hmm. any of them sharing with the greater scene at large? No. But anyway, BTS, BTS got that Papa John's deal done. Not Nintendo. Nintendo was not involved at all. And Smash World Tour because Nintendo was not involved at all. Special Tour had grand prizes in the tens of thousands of dollars in prize pools exceeding $200,000 for 2021 Smash World Tour coming off of the worst part of the pandemic, the pandemic that is still going on, just to be clear. Anyway, and then in 2022, prize pool 250,000. And then 2023, the goal was starting at 350,000 for Ultimate and Melee next year that was the plan for smash world tour so how do you get there you get there because you're building it up you're building it up nintendo's not helping out at all and so where where has nintendo been nintendo has not been anywhere through all of this and again not really there when we went through the 2020 uh, allegations and and the, the the all of the people that had to be booted out and banned because of various and disgusting degrees of misconduct, not there either to help us through that by giving any sort of help or resources to say, hey, look, this this really sucks and is surprisingly common in the esports scene and video game scene and 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 and, and, and anywhere where you put humans together. And so, you know, it's not just because we're smashers that bad people exist. Bad people exist everywhere. Why wasn't Nintendo willing to go off of that and say we could help you out a little bit in some capacity? Nope, nothing was done then either. And so we've gone through all of these hardships and survived and gotten up to this point and sacrificed things like Project M when when, when, when they tried to get Nintendo involved in back in 2015 to do a circuit at that time everybody sacrificed PM because they thought that'll finally make Nintendo kind of like help us out instead of screwing yeah. us over. And that didn't work. You know, go back and read the anonymous smasher Two. all of the behavior that was detailed about Nintendo. It happened exactly the same way this year with smash world tour. It's just really, really frustrating. And it's one of those things where like, I don't want to say the most frustrating part because that's that's so hard to quantify. There's just so much. There's just so many things in this both of these statements that make my blood boil. But specifically that it was VG bootcamp and like in the age of people doing Frozen Stadium and like still running like P plus events and stuff, they've like you said for years have been very much we're going to do vanilla melee. We're going to do this because it's what Nintendo likes. And like I know I certainly have, and I know there are other people that when they announced, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that, everyone's like, we have better quality of life stuff. Why are you, why are you 50 years behind everyone else? Why are you not changing with the times? 
and like everyone's like, oh, look at B what BTS is doing, and their events are amazing. And Fiji Bootcamp is like, no, 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 this is what Nintendo wants. This is what Nintendo gets. And then for them to get screwed over in the end when they've been trying to appease the Nintendo for years is wild to me. I'm not saying that that any tournament deserves to get shut down by Nintendo. I'm saying the exact opposite. But in particular, for it to happen to the company who's been trying to work and trying to talk with Nintendo for years, but like I'd say they're, they're, they were the closest to like being buddy-buddy with Nintendo at this point, you know? Through the years, they, they were the ones who said, we, we got to keep the swearing off the stream. We have to have no, not even like a, a hint or a whiff of game odds. We are not doing any of that on our, on our tournaments or on our streams. And because of the language given to them in writing and on the phone, or uh, the, um, the, 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 oh, okay. So also Flashburn is in chat. What's up, Flashburn? Saying, can confirm VGBC was the org that wanted to play by the rules the most. Exactly. And how, how does VGBC get rewarded for years and years of trying to play by those rules that they sort of, were able to piece together through their communication with Nintendo throughout the years of being the, the quote unquote family friendly or, or, or broadcast friendly, or more importantly, and this is probably more importantly than anything that I just said, it, it, it supersedes family friendliness. It's brand friendliness because it's all yeah. about IP sponsors, branding yeah. and, and what Nintendo cares about their, their, their mission statement. It, it sure can be coincided into for the children or, or what have you, but really it's, it's kissing the ring. That's, that's what it is. And it, it's one of those things where like, I'm not saying this would make it any better, but it would give them time to plan. If Nintendo hit them up seven months ago and said, Hey, I don't think the finals are going to work out. That would have at least given them time to maybe do some stuff financially to get around it. But to have radio silence on Nintendo's part for months after applying for these applications. And then, I know I already use this word, but it's there's a lot of it going on in Nintendo's statement. It's very nebulous to the point where the reason they cited it got shut down, or sorry, the, it didn't get shut down, according to Nintendo. The reason they didn't get approved for the license was because of health and safety concerns, which I think is just essentially legalese for... We want to tell you no, but we needed a reason to put on paper. Like, what about the health and safety aspect of it? Could Were there not enough doctors on site? Was the venue too big or too small for the amount of people? That's something that could have been worked with. Especially, like Nintendo specifically stated, they're not going to give any licenses or any permits to uh, VGBC for 2023. Again, quoting the health and safety concerns. They can just adjust whatever the plans it are for 2023 to get the permit. Let's say Nintendo doesn't like X, Y, and Z about the quote-unquote health and safety plans. We're still like a month out from 2023. We're still three, four months out from the first big event. That's more than enough time to remedy whatever the issue that Nintendo has is to be up to their standards to get that permit. And they're like, nah, we're good. And like... That, that's clearly, it's just like corporate like BS, just like talk around and say, hey, we don't like you, we're not going to play ball, but it would be horrible PR for us to say, yeah, we just straight up don't like you, so you can't do that, because that's like not encouraging to all of the other potential tournaments that Nintendo wants the strong arm, or Panda wants the strong arm, into joining their circuit, you know? Ugh. So, you know, this whole thing about, about, about safety concerns and that kind of thing, you know, there was a Panda Cup event licensed by Nintendo held in the same state that the Smash World Tour Finals was going to be held in the state of Texas, which Texas be Texas, with COVID and stuff. And yeah, there's a there's a Lost Tech City 2022 held back uh, in September through the, the the last weekend of September going into October, Gold Tier event down there in San Antonio. So what? It's a health and safety concern for what? It's an AKA not a nebulous, like you said, legally. Said. And, and my favorite thing that they they said in this statement that they have to from now on kind of work with, stick with. When we notified this, okay, I'm reading from the statement. When we notified the SWT 
that we would not license their 2022 or 2023 activities. We also let them know verbally that we were not requiring that they cancel the 2022 finals because of the impact it would have on the players. Thus, the decision to cancel the was and still is their own. Did you hear the part? Ah, did you hear the part where I said, where, where, where they said, excuse me, we, we also let them know verbally that we were not requiring that they can't. Verbally? Are you kidding me? That you need this kind of stuff in writing, and Nintendo knows that. And so they're forced to say verbally. They have to admit that they did not communicate properly. Like, in, in, in the instance of giving permission and communicating things that could go down to... What, what if this goes to court? Which it probably won't. It's very likely won't. Verbal? It's a he said versus he said thing. How are you supposed to prove unless somebody either illegally or without both parties' permission, recorded the conversation. And maybe that did happen. And then it would come to light. But how crazy is that that they admitted in their statement, yeah, we only, well, we verbally told them you could run the 2022 finals, but we're not giving you a license. And again, you're competing with two different ideals here. You're okay to run this thing, but we're not giving you the license to do it. So... You know, like yeah. it, of course, it communicates the message very clearly. You can't do this. I can't believe that they're allowed to hide behind an in, like an insane process like that. Like after reading this, I'm more upset at Nintendo than I was before this. I'd rather they didn't make a statement than than put this out, because the way I, I like it's PR, it, it's business. I know they had to do this, but the way they try to spin it. To make it seem like, yeah, VG Bootcamp made the decision to cancel the event and lose hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's not on us. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out who this statement is for. Is anybody listening to this podcast who read the statement is just going to think of it and see right through it and, and, and know it's nonsense? And then at the same time, people who aren't in the scene, I don't know why they would be reading random press statements mm -hmm. to be like, oh, you know what? You're right. It, it is Gimmer's fault. I don't know who the target audience this is for. Maybe it might just be shareholders and like people who have like a stake in the company to like to cover their cover their behinds. But like, I can't see any way in which this statement helped Nintendo at all. It paints a picture as best they can because they have been trapped on a couple of different fronts according to the testimony of SWP and the corroboration like we were saying earlier from TOs. And so mm -hmm. that's what that's what really cornered Nintendo in a couple of different places. And so the fact that this is not a harder swing in the opposite direction or downright refuting some of the statements although they tried to shows that Nintendo is Nintendo's this is the best that they can do but it, even then it's not it's not a strong not a strong statement it's not completely shutting down everything that and and of course if they could show the receipts which obviously they won't seems like even that is not actually capable of helping them so here's what we need to turn our attention to and Nathan Sandwich and Flashburn are going a little bit back and forth in the chat about the Allen part of all of this, the Panda part of this. How does Panda now respond? Because according to Nintendo, Panda's still on the table, and in fact, they're going to be the advocate. And I think the fact that they said it here in the statement means that the picture that's been painted about Allen being given the key to the kingdom, the golden key, it ha it is accurate because... They probably said in so many words when Panda was first approached about getting the official license for a circuit back in 2021, whenever the timeline was, they were probably told, yes, you could be our advocate as well. We want you to represent our interests to the community. <laughs> and, and I know that somebody can't start an organization in Smash and the fighting game community and be part of a scene for 15 or however many years Dr. Allen has been part of MASH and the greater FGC, it's been over a decade. You don't start out thinking, one day I'm really going to screw everybody over. But it's, yeah. it's, it's a power trip, and, 
and you're also saying to yourself, I could be the reason why Melee, Smash, Ultimate, uh, uh, fighting game community, uh, whatever, I could be the reason why we push forward into the next phase of awesomeness. I can be the name that everybody remembers as that person got us million dollar prize pools or got us the first big circuit, all the tournaments united. And that, that could, that could go to that. <laughs> I would be nervous about that going to my head, like being told yeah. by the publisher who for years and years seemingly worked against you. And then they approach you and say, we want you to, to do this. We want you to do this, Alan. And if it were most of us, I think it would be very, very difficult not to immediately in your brain go to, yeah, I'm the guy. So I'm doing this after years of Nintendo screwing us over. I single-handedly saved Smash. It, he 100% sees himself the hero of this story. Yes. Just like, like you're right. It def, it, it must... I don't like to speculate. I, I, I don't know this, but you're right. In most people's positions, there's no matter how humble you are, there must be a little part of you that goes out of everybody trying to work with Nintendo. Like VGBC has been trying to do this for years. I'm the guy who got it done. I'm working with Nintendo. My company has the sole sponsorship right now. It's like, of course, that's going to go to your head. But that's uh, some people. It's been a dream for some people. It's been a nightmare for some people, but that's been like, a potential goal for the Smash community for, like, almost, like, decades at this point. So, like, people don't want to get shut down. They've wanted to work with Nintendo. They want to be a real eSports with, like, development, like, with developer support. And this guy, quote-unquote, did it, you know? Just, like, like, of course it's going to, like, he's going to view the situation differently than everybody else. I'm sure when he went around strong-arming people, it wasn't so much like, oh, yeah, screw these guys. It was probably like, oh, this is the best option. Come work for me because I know what I'm doing, you know? I, I speak for Nintendo now because a yeah, lot of exactly. people went back to Nintendo in their own private conversations and said, are we supposed to go to Dr. Allen? Because it feels like, feels like a no. This is weird, right? And Nintendo yeah. says back to Smash World Tour in particular, uh, yeah, that is weird. Doesn't represent our interests. And yet in this statement that they put out, are saying Panda is an advocate. In other words, Dr. Allen is an advocate for us. So yes, definitely work with Panda Global. You that those two ideals cannot coexist without being a fallacy. Yeah. And again, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo and Panda have a contract for the cup for argument's sake, three years or five years or like I don't know how behind the scenes this goes but i'm sure nintendo can't just like throw them under the bus because in all seriousness it would probably be easier for nintendo to be like oh, we don't like how things went down you're right that's not fair uh we're sorry for uh, smash world tour blah 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 and they could have just like very easily made alan the scapegoat like th this was the sole action of like a disgruntled employee like <laughs> alan went behind everybody's back Panda did this. yeah not nintendo you know we're the family guys. We're like the good guys. We're the friends of this story. But they did it. They're like, yes, we're going to continue the business relationship we have with Panda, blah, blah, blah. And I wouldn't be surprised, like, again, if it was, like, contractual, where they can't drop Panda even if they wanted to. So they have to, like, yes, I'm okay. Panda's okay. We are both the good guys. You got to deal with us now. So the question also is, when Panda makes their statement... Is, is Alan involved at all in the statement? Does he make his own statement? Do they say Alan's stepping down? Do they say Alan is sticking around? And I don't think that in any of these scenarios, because we don't like the response from Nintendo, we don't like it. Nobody in the community likes it. Of course, the casuals, the people from a distance, might not be able to understand enough to realize that what Nintendo is saying is ridiculous. But for everybody in the scene, the people who get stuff done, by the way, at these events, we all know this is ridiculous. And the statement that Nintendo put out at 12.30 in the morning, utterly ridiculous. No part of it is, is good. So then it, there's no chance that anything that Panda says is going to be satisfactory because even if they were to say something to the effect of, we're going to start sharing the sponsor money that we've been getting, we're going to... I don't know, 
we're gonna we're gonna completely step aside, dissolve ourselves, and we're gonna let Smash World Tour take up everything, even if it's like renaming them the Panda Cup or whatever, and we're all gonna go away and jump into a volcano. I don't think there's anything that they can say where everybody goes, Oh yeah, cool. All right, good for you, Panda. It'll be some capacity of well. That's not okay. That's not a good statement. Yes. I don't agree with it. And so the end result is we're all going to look at half of the events for next year if they're on the Panda Cup circuit or if they're not because even the TOs will not put their events on the Panda Cup. Let's say that 10 events, for whatever reason, maybe 10 events are Panda Cup events and their 11th event is the finale. You will not catch community members who are in the interest of doing this the right way. You won't catch them there. You have people that have signed contracts that have to go to this finale in two weeks for the 2022 circuit. But next year, who are they going to get? And then more importantly, who is going to run their tournaments? Because something else that's been said multiple times by people like Blur and Aiden is that Panda wasn't ready to do a circuit in such a short time to go from the end of 2021 to get a circuit up and running and functional by the at the latest by the middle of the year and that's about when they announced everything for panda cup was Mm -hmm. the middle of the year they they even 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 six months not enough time to do this to do it well and everybody behind the scenes saying yeah a lot of ineptitude a lot of scrambling Mm -hmm. a lot of last minute changes and what about that presents anything good to the rest of us it presents zero good things and so we're all going to not participate for any panda cup related things or panda related anything not going to buy their controllers (laughs) so so and they're not going to have they're not going to have their players uh, within a couple of weeks if i had to guess but again we'll see so how can they sustain and survive Essentially, we went from having Smash World Tour and Panda Cup to VGBC saying we can't, we're, we're shutting down the, the Smash World Tour permanently, and we're also going to cancel Double Down for next year. We're going to cancel Glitch for next year. We don't know if we're going to be able to survive as an organization as of now, and then nobody wants to work with Panda. So that means that a bunch of events that would have had the happy support of passionate people willing to work for free or be underpaid will not happen anymore. And so if Panda goes, ah, oh, crap, we can't get all these people and use their, use their free working energy or minimally paid, underpaid working energy, who are we going to get? People who expect to be paid actual money or people who yeah. don't care and the broadcast sucks or whatever it may be. There you go. The, because, the, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, regardless of what the Panda statement is, if they, when they release something, even the most generous uh, viewing or reading of it, at the end of the day, I know I've had my issues with them. I know other people have had their issues with them. Regardless of what happens, VGPC might straight up be out of business. Like, I, I don't understand... How me, just a guy who drives a truck for a living, can just one day be out hundreds of thousands of dollars because an event was canceled. And who can't, argument's sake, I wouldn't be allowed to drive my truck next year. How would I make the money back to pay that off, you know? Like, regardless of what happens, like even if Panda puts out the perfect statement, you have to remember that at the end of the day, there's a good chance VGBC, a staple, a, a, a pillar in the community, for years is gone because of their actions. So it's like, regardless of what happens, I am resting that at their feet. That is their fault for all of this. You know, just like, I, no matter what they say, that's still going to be like, oh yeah, well, sure, maybe you can find a scapegoat somewhere, but this still happened and it's on you guys, you know? And it, when, that, when that statement comes out, hopefully sometime in the near future, but not at six in the morning. I need to sleep. When that when that statement <laughs> comes out, we'll be able to react accordingly. But there are a lot of scenarios, nearly every single scenario, where Panda is going to 
not receive any more support from the connected community. I don't know about the community at large. I don't even know how half of the alt people feel about this. But when you have melee people, all of us who have been along, we've been here long enough to understand how Nintendo has been throughout the years. And with each time that we let them get closer to participating with us, the more it hurts when they turn around and try to stab us in the back and they succeed in stabbing us in the back. Top 10 anime portrayals. I mean, again, one more time. And I want to smash her too. I read that post back again today where it was people getting excited about Nintendo allowing a circuit to happen back in around 2014, 2015. And they're told, just get rid of PM. And, and, and they happily did. The project development team behind PM got the writing on the wall as well, and they disbanded. And we lost the greatest game mod that's probably ever been popular in, yes. in all of gaming, except, oh, okay, okay. I guess a few things started off as really popular mods, like, and then became like actual real games themselves. I want to say, not League of Legends, there's like another League of Legends. Dota. Type. Dota, okay, thank you, Mikey. You're yeah, dude, Dota started off as, as a mod, I, I believe. Yes, so the, the point is, is that there are great mods that have gone on to become their own games. But if PM, in a, in a, in a, in a good world, PM would have been allowed to continue and we would have seen amazing, amazing things out of that, out of that game and out of... Okay, and what about the, 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 the mod that they have for or Smash Ultimate, I think it's called HDDR or HDR Ultimate. HDR, yeah. Yeah, HDR. You won't be able to see that above ground because even though people are trying to treat it with, with care and, and make beautiful things out of it, again, the pub, our publisher, Nintendo, always wants to strike that stuff down. We won't be able to... We won't be able to see really cool things like that. It's a, It's a shame. And we have to... Sacrifice things for what? Nothing in return. So again, this time, instead of losing PM, we're possibly losing BGBC entirely forever. And we're also losing Panda because, and Panda, they, they did that to themselves, or I guess Alan specifically, because from what I can tell, everybody who is around and involved with Panda, they yeah. all go, this is news to me, did not know this was happening. So I'll, I'll go ahead and assume that it was either one or two people, maybe just literally, maybe it was just Alan who was this, this is almost sabotage. If not for the fact that yeah. Alan thought this was somehow helpful for everybody again, mm-hmm. it, it was not. And we're going to lose and a cup or whatever that's worth and special tour. And that's why it's really important for all of us to remember the words of people like scar who basically say, we don't have to respond by being down about this and make something good come out of this. And that is something that is true for me. Every time something really bad happens, something good tends to follow afterwards, even if it's hard and even if it's not exactly what we thought it was going to be because, again, we got kneecapped. We can find yeah. a way to move past this and we might find something good to make out of this in the end. It just, that's going to take time. In this moment, it's yeah, very much so. And, and uh, because we recorded this almost immediately after you recorded the last episode, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I don't know if it's discussed, but I'd also like to reiterate: it's not everybody at Panda that we have issues with. From my understanding, there's a bunch of people who are wonderful people and love Smash and have like dedicated their lives to making Smash better, who work at Panda. So it's not necessarily our issue is with. Panda the company or random Panda employees, it seems to quite literally be just Alan, and I'd like to make that distinction. Yes, you know, you're correct. I was trying to say that, but you did a better job than me of saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure you felt like you got your your point out. Yes, no, thank you. I completely agree. And like, like I said, maybe you discussed this in the last episode, but because it is currently... A quarter to four in the morning, East Coast time. I have not had a chance to. I don't even know if the last episode is out and published on podcast feeds yet. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. So it's out. Everybody it's listening out, to Mikey. this, 
Okay, I'm gonna do this backwards. As soon as we hang up this phone call, I'm gonna go ahead and listen to that. That's gonna be the first podcast I listen to at work today. Zam. Okay, also, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that we gave uh, Van City Primal in chat also a shout out. Thanks for tuning in. Saying the tragic irony is that VGBC contributed to killing PM in the hopes of getting that license approval from Nintendo in the first place back in the day. Yep, that is that is exactly correct. Gimmer, the the what was it like? We have to unite together, kind of a thing. It is it is really tough to swallow kind of a this kind of a when again we're all trying to do something. We all go through our phases of saying, maybe this time, maybe this time. And for someone who's more disconnected from the behind the scenes like me, where I go, I hear about Panda Cup at first and I go, well, if Panda has been grassroots in Smash all these years and I've only ever heard good things about them, maybe they're doing something good. But it was almost a masterful class by our friends at Nintendo for it's almost as if they had like some kind of Illuminati board meeting and saying Dr. Allen is ready to fall ready to be corrupted (laughs) (laughs) ready to get too overwhelmed by the possibility of having what he and the rest of the community wants which is either Nintendo supporting us or Nintendo leaving us alone it it is it is truly tragic, but maybe this time me and everybody else can truly say anyone who's approached by Nintendo in the future, you have to say no. You have to lean on us, your friends, the community who helped you get to where you were, whether that's Panda or Golden Guardians or Beyond the Summit or, okay, Beyond the Summit doesn't rely solely on us. We They also do other esports. But whoever, whoever it is, oh, all chat esports. Yeah. All chat esports is a good example because all chat is fairly new. Shouts out to all chat. I love all chat, and I've I've interviewed most of them, and I've spoken, uh, including interviewing Slumlord. Slumlord is a friend of the program. What if Slumlord got five or ten years down the line, and after ten plus years of being tired of being pushed around by a developer coldly through a distance, the same thing could happen, or or to me in 10 years, if I got approached by Nintendo to like do something about getting them involved into the community, like it, I would just have to remember, no, every single time they try and get involved, something bad happens. And yeah. every time they get closer to taking over kind of a thing, you know, using, mm-hmm. using this, this circuit as sort of a, it's been described as a Trojan horse by several people now. Yeah, and, definitely. And by the way, Nathan, I read about Rien's but longer so unfortunate um mikey you may not know rien uh zelda player controller modder the controller modder yeah yeah uh when when the panda controller was happening panda controller people were basically trying to extort information out as much as possible without paying for any of it or even offering yeah exactly right yeah according to rien i guess i should i should say that Mm -hmm. according to rien anyway this is this this is this is uh this is something that we can all learn together. And then finally, the big concern is moving forward: will unlicensed events be shut down? And the answer is right now we don't know. But Genesis Nine is probably going to be the first tournament where we find out because main stage, knock on wood, seems to be going through just fine. They're going to have a lot of big players showing up and. A lot of cool out-of-country talent. Even Chape from yeah. South America is going to be at main stage. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So Genesis 9 in January. What's that going to be like? But Mikey, I said this earlier and I'll say it again. I will be at Genesis 9 no matter what the status of it is. If it gets canceled, I'm flying out to San Jose. If it gets shut down or CND'd, <laughs> I'm going to be in front of the convention center playing Melee with everybody else. We're going to have a great time anyway. I'm still going to go. I'm going to use my vacation time, pay time off hours, blah, blah, be away from my family and, and out in front of the convention center talking to anybody who will listen to me. Melee is super cool. This community is super cool because when Scar was saying that on his stream, 
and saying we should do a protest thing if Genesis 9 or something else gets shut down next year, I thought, yes, perfect. Uh, that's that sounds yeah. like an amazing idea. Let's let's go ahead and do that. Let's not cower away from the moment. Let's stand tall and say this is worth fighting for. I, I love that. I'm very sorry if my truck made a loud noise. I have to. I just got to my first stop and I have to move my truck because there's someone else here. But maybe it's because I was pacing around a parking lot at t- 10 to 4 in the morning and it's 27 degrees out. But when you said, regardless of what happens, I'm going to be a Genesis, I got goosebumps. It gave me goosebumps. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's the chill from being in some freezing temperatures. I think <laughs> it was the sincerity to, at which you said that. Like I'm like, yeah, I respect that. I get that. Unfortunately, I will not be at, at Genesis. I'm not really... At, at the point right now where I can travel over the country as much as I would love to, to, to go to events. But I'm very happy you're going there, and I love the fashion of you going there. I am so excited to get for a broadcasted or for uh, just, a, just you know, a bunch of DRTs outside and we have to play in the rain or walk uphill through the snow to our little tents and play on the mobile setups. It doesn't matter. If I have to play on a 60 hertz laptop that is 20 frames per second melee, I will do what I have to do out in San Jose for that that weekend. I'm going to do my part that weekend because I'm already planning on going. I, I don't care what happens. I'm still going to go to do the dang thing. So that is that's where I'm coming from. That's why I'm going to do it now. If I'm not if I'm not scheduled to go to a thing like Battle of BC or Gommel and they get shut down, I'm not going to buy a plane ticket to go to Gommel, but I've already bought the plane ticket to San yeah. Jose. I already have the hotel room booked for you San Jose. So I, I am going. It doesn't Listen, matter I what happens. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so I wanted to... I wanted to make sure that, yes, we can get you going here. Mikey, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Or are you ready to get, or, or are you ready to get going? Yes, I, I was going to say, I, I feel so bad. I would love to keep talking about Melee, but I just got to my first stop, and I'm technically on the clock, and I have to get back to work. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I would, love to, I would love to say it, but I, I really, I really got a bad time. But it's been wonderful talking to you for the last hour or so. Thank you so much for having me on and accepting my, my DM at 2.30 in the morning and saying, like, yeah, I can hop on, Mike. It's been so fun. Thank you so much. Okay, again, Big Drink Energy Network. That's where you can find all of Mikey's podcasts. You have a good. You have a good yeah, day. You, You're a whole day. Enjoy your whole day, Mikey. My my day is just getting started. I I will wait as soon as this is over. I'm gonna go listen to to the uh to the last podcast you just did. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. See ya. Right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, cool. Uh, I don't, I don't know if we're yeah. I don't know if we're still live, but. Kicked. There we go. I have kicked Mikey from the the thing. There you have it. Mikey is no longer. I have to get rid of that. Flashburn, Fan City Primal, Nathan Sandwich. You all have been lovely to see chatting back and forth. It's kind of cool that there are Battle BC dates for Battle BC next year in 2023. I'm really excited about the possibility of going out to. Vancouver, but I do not know if I will be doing that as a man. Personal life is a little bit up in the air, actually, so there are lots of moving parts to all of this. Like I said, not matter whether or not I am going to be going to a parking lot and sit out there for five days straight with ten other people, hopefully one of which is Nathan Sandwich. Nathan, Please be there, even if even if Genesis 9 gets canceled. I want you to be there with me. So what whatever happens, I will be going. San Jose. Yes, Nathan, let's go. We're gonna vibe. Hells yeah. That's what I like to hear. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Nathan. I think that I should call it a night because I have now made another event and that's done. So I need to render this and put this out. 
a sequel episode to the news. You know what? Let me check Twitter to make sure there was has been no counter news. And maybe somebody, maybe Nathan, you could tell me if there's been counter news. Dear gosh. Let me uh, have no new news that I have to cover. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no new news. Flashburn, I will be in San Fran after G9 or during if the worst happens. Okay. Let's go. That's not an easy decision to make. I'm saying I'm, I'm making it despite the fact that that's probably not a good idea financially my mental well-being. But I got to tell the people how much this game and how much this community, how much this community means to me. It means so much. And I want to let the world know that.